Welcome to Santos Brothers Eat, food worth mentioning. Where Chef Jeff and his brother Kenny talk about their amazing adventures eating and tasting food that is so incredible, they have got to just share it with the world. My mouth is salivating already. All right, so this is Kenny Santos for Santos Brothers Eats. I'm here with my brother, Chef Jeff Santos. We're here. We're going to be talking about Asialicious. What is Asialicious, Chef? So Asialicious basically is a celebration of Asian cuisine in Toronto. So yes, Asialicious TO 2021. Uh, in Toronto, if you're not from the Toronto area, we have Summerlicious and Winterlicious. But a lot of the restaurants in Markham, Richmond Hill, and North Toronto, and even downtown Toronto area, have just have come together and made uh, a, an event called Asialicious Toronto. And it's only for two weeks, September 11th to the 26th, uh, and today is the 12th. So we are just starting this uh, this podcast on the start of Asialicious. You know, I didn't put that together that we're doing it at the start. So yeah, it's very timely. Um, so you actually. Now, did you participate in Asialicious last year, Jeff? I think we did, myself and Diana. I forgot which restaurant we went to. But similar to to Winterlicious and Summerlicious, the restaurants will have a special set menu. And these menu prices range from $10 to $20 to $30. And sometimes, sorry, I should say most times, these set menu prices are an amazing deal for what you get compared to the regular price menu. Yeah, so it's one of those things that if you is a restaurant that you want to try, but you're not sure, Asialicious is something that you'd want to do simply because you get to do it for less expensive. And as we're, you know, as my brother's showing here, these are the different restaurants that are participating in Asialicious. So they are, hold on a sec. Oh, I I, I got mixed up because I saw Etobicoke and then I saw Hong Kong. So I thought this can't be in Hong (laughs) Kong. So it actually shows you the country that they are representing mm-hmm. and also kind of where they are so whether yeah. it's west toronto downtown scarborough you name it even uh, and, and it's everything from bubble teas to indian food asian fusion to chinese yeah. you name it and, and even so, you can even search by what you're looking for like the food style the category if you want bubble tea chinese filipino french wow that's weird uh time well like, i guess it's, it's a whole menu thing uh, and location. So if you're like Scarborough, where we are right now, Etobicoke, where I live, or downtown Toronto, so you can view the whole area. So if you just want to look for something that's uh, like, we're, we're Filipino, but we don't always want to eat Filipino food outside. So we want to go maybe more sushi or more Japanese. Um, so that's what, we, what we'll do. And Or bubble tea. There's a lot of bubble tea and other like mixed drinks um, areas here. Yeah. And uh, not only that, just desserts in general, too. Uh, are participating in the Asia Licious. And so last night, Jeff actually went and had some Japanese barbecue, right? That's Jeff? right. So we went to this place here. Uh, and I, I, I believe it's pronounced Gyu Kaku Japanese Barbecue. Yummy. And like I said, there's set meal prices $10, $20, and $30. Because this is a more of a sit down form restaurant, they don't have a $10 menu. But they do have a $20 takeout menu, but I, when we got there, we were told that you could actually order the takeout $20 for indoor cooking as well, so indoor dining as well. But because it's a Japanese barbecue, which I've never had, uh, neither has Diana, and we actually found out Ken has never had Japanese barbecue, we decided to go for the $30 dine-in meal for the Japanese barbecue. Yeah, and I remember seeing you post about this last night. And there was an exorbitant amount of food. I'm pretty surprised that uh, you got all that you did for $30. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. It, as you can see, so let's set menu here is chicken karaje, house salad, calvi short ribs, uh, yakishabu beef, which is a very, very like tender beef, uh, filet mignon. Oh my goodness. Uh, I forgot we had this when, when they served it to us. And of course, rice. And of course, you have to serve some sort of vegetable other than the salad. So we got the zucchini. And the one thing that Diana sort of stuck out when she saw it was the s'mores. Um, yeah, there's a grill there. There's fire. So, you know, they took on themselves to serve s'mores. Why not? You know? Absolutely. And so this looks like a lot of fun. Um, did you have a good time there? Yeah, we did. Yeah. It was Sounds a great like time. Like, so... Uh, again, they're following all the protocols for um, for COVID, restarting the pandemic. So when we got there, A, you have to have a reservation. They didn't allow any walk-ins, but it wasn't that busy. So I'm pretty sure if you were there that you sort of called in and say, reservation for now, yeah, no problem. Um, they have a new thing now where they do have to take your, uh, you make sure that your screening process. So there's a, a QRC, go on your phone, open it up, just answer the questions properly and they'll let you, and they'll have a check mark if you're allowed in or an X if you can't enter the premises. Yeah. And that QRC, it, 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 it seriously has like five questions and it takes you like less than 10 seconds or maybe 20 seconds to answer the whole thing. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty simple. And just, you know, when I said it's a, it's a lot of food, I mean, yep. we're going to show you right here. This is what they were eating oh, yeah. last night. This is spectacular. But this now this is for four, right? This is for four people. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the uh, the filet mignon, which is in this area here, um, is for four people. Actually, oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. No, the filet mignon, they have two trays of filet mignon. So we, there was myself, Diana, and then her friends, Joe and, and Ivy. Uh, so a tray for them, a tray for us. But the yakashubi beef and the, and the calbi ribs, they were on one tray for four people. Um, so I made sure to count the ribs. Uh, I'm just joking. Sorry, Joe. Um, but then we had some zucchini, one platter each, uh, a, a, tr a small plate of karaji, which was like, oh my God, that was good itself. And the salad, of course, and your vegetables. And the sauces were also particularly really good. Um, so what's the yellow sauce? Yellow sauce went with the karaji. Mm -hmm. It was like their ponzu, um, oh, sorry, it was their kewpie mayonnaise mm. with a bit of ponzu dressing inside. So a bit of a citrusy lemon uh, made of flavor. Yeah. And it was really complimentary to the um, to the Karaji itself. Um, and this one here was, they, they call it their premium sauce for the beef. Um, like I couldn't really tell what it was. Teriyaki or something? Or? It, it was a mixture of, it was their house mix. Mm -hmm. I mean, teriyaki, hoisin, and sesame. Nice. Something like that. And actually, you know what, just before mm -hmm. we keep going on, those of you that don't know what ponzu is, is citrus soy. That's yes. what a ponzu is. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but they also had a hot sauce, which I didn't touch. And then another just regular soy sauce. And then I can't find, oh, it's over here. This is their sesame, sort of sesame soy sauce as well. Very nice. So nice, nice blend of sesame seed and, uh, and soy sauce together. But all that food, as you can see, and we, actually the girls couldn't, couldn't finish it. So myself and Joe, you know, we had to take one for the team and finish up all the beef, you know, to make sure we had to clean our plates for the s'mores. Um, but let's just continue on here. Um, so that's the salad. And um, just regular house salad, there's we've got some uh, uh, daikon radish, some bib lettuce, hard-boiled eggs, tomatoes, uh, red peppers, their, their usual sort of quote-unquote, you know, mixture of house dressing. Okay, wait, before we go on, because yeah. there's people that can't see this. Oh, I'm, they're listening I apologize, to yes. On a podcast here. And so what we're seeing here is it is a shredded daikon. The leaves look like, what was that, butter lettuce? Butter lettuce that? or Boston lettuce. Boston lettuce. There's some uh, quartered egg, hard-boiled hard eggs, and some tomato, and some mm -hmm. red pepper, and then some cucumber, and uh, a great dressing there. And so let's keep on going, Jeff. Yeah. 
So this is a Karaji. Karaji, for those of you who did mention this before in a podcast, basically it's an Asian style fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually dark meat. So it isn't a whole like leg or breast or wing. It's just cut pieces of boneless chicken, deep fried. And the, the, the seasoning on top of it is, oh, it's just amazing. And <laughs> one thing Joe did every so often because we couldn't finish everything, he actually put some more of the karaji back on the grill just to warm it up and crisp it up. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. And so one thing I do want to mention, you know, a Japanese barbecue, you are cooking your own food, but that is not required, obviously, for the karaji chicken, right? That's already pre-cooked for you. But all the other food, I'm guessing the filet mignon, the kalbi, yep. and all that other stuff, that needs to be cooked uh, along with, I guess, the, the zucchini. You have to grill mm-hmm. that as well. Yep. You very did. nice. So the, uh, the server was very informative. She gave us the beef. So on the on the right hand, so left hand side is the kalbi beef. The kalbi beef is beef short ribs that are cut on the against the bone. Mm. So it's very very thin, like maybe like a less than a quarter inch, and there's like two or three of the rib bones, um, and they're already marinated. Mm. And then the yakashiba beef is just I believe from the I'm trying to guess from the from the from the sirloin, also marinated but cut very very thinly. And the way they do this, they actually freeze the beef a bit. And then put it on a meat slicer, like we see at a deli counter. Oh, and that yeah. way, that's that's how they get nice, thin, consistent slices on their beef. That there. makes a lot of sense. Now, you know, Calbee, a lot of people may be familiar with that. And, and, and actually, the, the beef, you know, Calbee definitely has its own specific, distinct flavor. Mm-hmm. Did, it, did it taste different than the, than the other beef? Oh, uh, not really, actually. Okay. I, I think it's just the... Uh, just the, just the different uh, uh, different uh, uh, cuts of beef yeah. from it. The yeah. different part of the animal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Like some people don't like to chew on the bone. We don't mind at all. So most people much want a boneless beef, piece of beef just to cut into and enjoy. But there's some of the bone we didn't mind at all. <laughs> Actually, some of us, we preferred off the bone because there's that, that nice cartilage kind of tendon, yeah. which, is, which is always awesome to have. That is right. So... so yeah. Um, and then for those of you that don't know, I've been to a Japanese or Korean barbecue. Korean barbecues are usually square with the usual like grill marks you see in, in most barbecues. But Japanese barbecue is, is round, and it looks like um, like like a screen, like a like a large screen. Yeah, screen. If I would put it that way. Yeah. For those that aren't watching this on the video, you could always see it on our Instagram feed, or actually, there's probably pictures of it at the restaurant yeah. itself. So, yeah, they probably have their own Instagram feed themselves. Yeah, so the next picture here, I just have some pieces of zucchini on the side. So, yeah, like I said, they were very informative. They told us for the pieces of beef, just 30 to 40 seconds per side, and that's how much you want to cook it. Um, if Because they're very, just very, very thin, that's how you say I want it. would be a bit medium to medium well, um, but some people, they will want their beef fully cooked. You know, I'm not saying it's the wrong thing, but, you know, if that's how you want it, that's how you want it. Zucchini, they're cut slight, uh, a bit thicker, maybe like almost a half inch, um, just because the zucchini, you want to keep it nice al dente. So if you have it that thick and you grill it, you know, maybe a minute on each side, it still has, it's still crisp and, and still tender. So it's about doing it this way is that it, it, Cooking the food is super, super fast because everything, is, whether it's a vegetable, if it's a vegetable, you know, those just cook fast or if it's that, uh, the beef is it's sliced so thinly that it's literally 30 seconds on a side and you're done. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't come fresher than that. I no. mean, like it's literally 
from the grill to your plate in less than a minute, That's which right. is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I, might, I have to say as well is that there's talk about cross-contamination. We didn't have any chicken or pork uh, for this meal, just all beef. So it isn't a bad thing to use the same tongs to grab the raw pieces of beef and, and, the, and the cooked beef. If you had chicken, I would highly recommend that you have one pair of tongs to grab the raw pieces of chicken onto the grill. And then as it's cooking, use another pair of tongs to flip it over because cross-contamination between the two tongs, you know, you might have, like I said before, cross-contamination isn't a good thing. It can get sick, yeah. right? And so there's something to be aware of. And I kind of like that. I just didn't, just want to let you mention it right now, that it's like they only had beef in the meal, so you didn't have to worry about that, which was kind of a, kind of a um, relaxing to know, you yeah. know, uh, it's something that's one thing that you just don't have to worry about. And, you know, what we are showing right here is that they actually serve s'mores, which was super, oh, super intuitive of them, super smart of them to do. Obviously, you'd expect us to say that because, uh, you know, the Santos Brothers, we do love our roasted or toasted marshmallows. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, there's a grill there. Yeah. It was pretty simple for them to, you know, get some marshmallows that are cheap, graham, yeah. graham crackers that Why are cheap, not? and then Hershey's chocolate, which is super cheap. Exactly right. And they serve some s'mores with that. Yeah, so, so, uh, so each person got two marshmallows, four graham crackers, and four squares of Hershey's chocolate. Um, so, and then here's, and it was really weird. Um, so for those of you that can't see, I'll have it on Instagram. For some reason, Joe's Corner, was extra hot. Mm. So we basically put our marshmallows on the same time. And I was, the way I had the, I was looking at it, you're all almost the same height away from the grill, but his was nice and, his was getting browner and Quicker. toastier and, and, and puffier way before ours was, you know, it wasn't fair. Hi, James. Well, he just got his fast. Let me ask you something, Jeff. When you cook uh, marshmallows on the fire, yeah, I mean, you toast it mm -hmm. and then do you just eat the whole thing or? I, I, I sort of, I, I was trying to do this yesterday. I start like in the outer layer first. Yeah, that's how I am. And then I put the inner the inner part back on the fire. Yeah, so, so you it's get, like almost two marshmallows. You one. get it toasted again. Yeah. Because yeah. if you do it properly, you can get that outer layer, and then at, you could actually almost just pull it right off. Yeah. And then the, the inner layer is still kind of gooey, but it's not toasted anymore. You can put that back on the fire, and sometimes you can get two, maybe even three uh, three toastings out that's of right, one yeah. marshmallow, which is super super yeah. fun. And so this place again, it was called. Uh, oh, where is it called? Up there. It's, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. Gyu Kaku, Japanese barbecue. We were at the uh, Shepherd and 401 location, North York, but there's also one downtown, I believe, at Bay um, uh, Bay and Dundas, if I'm correct. Um, oh, there's this here Church Street. Oh, Church Street. I apologize. Oh, okay. So Church Street. So East Downtown. Yeah. And same price, uh, $20 for takeout. Uh, let's just let's take out meal. It's a bento box with seaweed rice, yakushibi beef, cooked, of course, and broccoli, and the side karaje, miso soup, and the house salad. Yeah, I kind of wish there was a kind of a picture of that so that we could know what it is more, but yeah. it, is, it is super nice. So super like cool. I, so as you can see here, and again, I'll, for those of you who aren't watching, it was only $30 for all that food. And when they gave us the bill, the bill came to two nineteen total for four people. Mm. Uh, so when you think about it, 30, so it was four of us, so it's only 120 total compared to 219. So when I say that, take advantage of Asia-licious, summer-licious, winter-licious, take advantage of that because it's restaurants you may not usually go to. And they're saying, hey, come see us, here's a price, and they're hoping that you come back to them. And for this price, I, I, I think I'll come back. 
because you know maybe the you know, the sports for sure Diana loved, um, but you know and you're also supporting local businesses. Like there's hardly any restaurants on these lists that are part of a chain. Um, like the Gyukaku, there's only two maybe three locations, so you, you sort of know they're a small business. Absolutely, yeah. So that was last night. Today we went to the carnival. Yes. Yeah. We did. Um, that's maybe yeah, the carnival. There you go. Carnival. You got it. Yeah. The carnival is at Woodside Square, which is at McCowan and Finch. Finch. Yeah, McCowan and Finch, and so is uh, basically the South parking lot. Mm -hmm. And there's a stage with all sorts of performances. And there was a bunch of, there was a food truck there, but a lot of tents yes. that are just showing different meals and, and things like that. And so, let's go this way here. Yeah. And so here's some of what we're seeing. Uh, you know, those of you that can't see the picture, um, they had some oysters, some, some oysters mm. and also some scallops that were yeah. just being grilled, which yeah. was pretty cool. I almost got those. Yeah, they were grilled on the shell. Mm -hmm. So I so they must have had some sort of seasoning on them to make it a bit more more even though the oysters and scallops have their own taste of course but just add, just to boost up the flavor just a bit yeah now what else did they have they also oh. had this they call it smelly tofu I'm used to hearing it as called stinky tofu yes but uh, depending on the branding I suppose yeah and yeah. for those of you that uh, I know we mentioned this before uh, what stinky tofu is or smelly tofu is basically fermented tofu. I believe it was, um, if I remember correctly, it was actually an accident when it was discovered. Um, and whoever the chef was, uh, I think it was like way back when, um, their employer loved it so much that he made them replicate this recipe. And it was one of those things where they said, okay, let's do it again, and became a popularity. Uh, the one thing we like about these sort of carnivals or food festivals, especially outside, is you really can't get smelly tofu anywhere else other than a carnival because it just stinks so much that I doubt they want that smell permeating other carts or other restaurants or other like regular retail stores in a mall. It is that pungent. And this this <laughs> this food truck or this stall was actually on the very, very far side of the carnival location. Um, actually, I see some cars in the picture and hopefully none of the car's interiors will be permeated with the, uh, <laughs> the smelly tofu. Yeah. So this reminds some of our listeners. We actually talk about stinky tofu in mm. season one, episode thirty-two. The Santos brothers eat weird food. And Mason was at the festival. And what do you think? Do you remember what he said? He said, "I can't remember exactly <laughs> what he said, but he did say, what on earth is that smell?'" Yeah. So we, we, we were when we were there. I remember we were Mason. We made sure not to be in that area of the smelly tofu, but it was hard because I think there were at least two or three smelly tofu uh, stands at that, at that festival we were at. Absolutely. Yeah. And so they even had crawdads, yeah. um, and then they had more grilled uh, scallops. So crawdads, do you like crayfish or crawdads? Um, I haven't had a chance to oh. eat them all that much. Actually, they're really easy to catch in Utah okay. uh, because you go fishing, all you got to do is tie bacon to a string, <laughs> and then they just grab it, and it's almost very unsportsmanlike. Okay. They just grab onto it, and you take them, and you throw them in there. I they're okay yeah um, and actually i would have eaten them except it was just a hot day and i just thought it would have been really messy to eat that outdoors yeah that's that's a weird thing too they they didn't ever offer any tables yeah there was a lot of spaces for tables i don't know if that's what they meant to do or they were waiting for more because i saw a few empty tents yeah so i don't know if they were had more people expecting but there's no tables, so things like the crawdads would be hard very hard to sort of like stand and eat because with them you, the, 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 the tail part is easy just rip the tail off and suck the meat out 
but then we get the claws in the head. It's sort of it's one of the things we have to crack it open and actually get the meat out. Yeah, if you're standing, if you're holding your plate with one hand, how do you crack open a crawdad with the other? Well, difficult. It's even like peeling the shrimp. Like if you had a plate full of shrimp and you had to peel it, and one hand's holding the plate, you can't really eat the shrimp. No. So. As much as I wanted it and it, smell, it smelled good, I just turned it down just because of the impracticality of yeah. it. And so, yeah, there's more uh, more grilled scallops here. Mm -hmm. And then we, you know, we decided that we wanted to try what's called Xiao Bing. Yeah, Xiao, Xiao, Bing. Bing, Xiao Bing or Xiao Bong. Uh, it's basically a, a Chinese-style flatbread, and I believe it's from the northern area of China. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's cool is the cooking method. Yeah. Um, for those of you that can't see it, Picture a barrel, a wooden barrel. It's almost like a tandoori oven. So, so picture a barrel or tandoori oven. And the, the chef, he has the dough, and they're all pre-made. So the filling is pork, scallions, some seasoning. Um, and then s some will have uh, hot. And was it really hot, Ken? It was very spicy. Yeah, it was very spicy. So we're showing the video here. So basically, he has a couple of the, uh, the sort of quote-unquote flat burger pancakes. And... The interior of the barrel is is hot with charcoal, and he's and he's he wetted them a bit on each side, and he's basically putting those flatbread on the side of the barrel, and they are sticking to it, and they are cooking, and what's amazing is they cook on both sides pretty evenly. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And so, if you can't picture, if you're not watching the video, think of like cooking bread in mm. an oven by slapping it on the side of the oven. Yeah. You know, so they were doing that kind of live. And so you knew that when you were ordering this, that this was freshly cooked. Oh. We had this minutes out of that oven, yeah. so to speak. And so you saw a video of him taking or uh, putting it in. And then if I am going it properly, yeah. here's a video of him taking it out. And so pretty cool. Yeah. So um, he used his hands and a special glove to put the dough in to make sure it was sticking on the side of the barrel. But of course, because it's hot now. He has this, like, it looks like a stick and like a, almost like a, like a, a, in the kitchen terms, it's known as a, as a, I'll just call it a ladle, like a flat ladle, mm -hmm. a wire ladle. And he just takes the, the stick part, the sharp pot, and coaxes it off the side, and then their part will catch it as it falls. Yeah. And he puts it on the side there. Pretty neat. And so here is what it would look like, you know, uh, when it's all over. Pricing on these, they were $8 each. Seven. Seven, seven each and okay. three for 20. Yeah, three for 20. And so do we have, maybe if I'll pull this one back up again, is that you oh, can kind is. of see the different ones. There's only four. There was yeah. a classic, the spicy, the classic thin, and the sweet. We opted because of the three for 20. I uh, Jeff got a classic, I got a spicy, and for our third, we decided to get a sweet bun. But then they said there was a weight on the sweet yeah. bun. So we just said, let's just get another classic. Mm -hmm. What did you think of yours, Jeff? I like that. I like the I like the flavoring inside. Um, when 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 we go to carnivals like this or food festivals, we always want to try something new. But yes, they had the oyster, they had the crawdads. We we didn't take a picture, but they had the barbecue uh, squid and barbecue meats. But that's something you can almost find at any restaurant. This you can hardly find anywhere. So, this is the first time I've ever seen them. So mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. This is us with them. Uh, I mean, Jeff has two of them there. I have one. We shared that. Um, I was gonna give Jeff some of my spicy one, but right when I ate it, it was a little bit even too spicy for me. Mm. So I just told Jeff, you don't even want any okay, of this. Thank you. So, um, you know, I got to enjoy the spicy one and actually usually with spicy food, it gets spicier the more and more you eat it. Right. But it actually kind of calmed down for me. Huh. okay. Which was good. But then we split one of the classics 
I really enjoyed it. Uh, I want you to give that a rating out of 10. I, I give it an eight. You know, it had good flavor. Um, it, was, it was very unique in delivery, but yeah, I, I think for me an, an, an eight. Yeah. I'm going to give him a seven. Okay. Um, just because, I don't know, I just wish it was, it wasn't dry, but I wish there was like more of a sauce inside or something. Okay. That's just how I feel about that. If yeah. I did, I'd probably get it again, but I would want to try, uh, I'm going to try the thin, see what that's about. Yeah. How do you feel if you order the thin that you'd have to wait forever in a day? Because, oh. you know, just, they, they just kept making so many of the classics and the spices. Yeah. And so, and now here's a picture of uh, what it looks like inside. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a pita. You know, yeah, kind of thing. that's basically what it is. Yeah, it's almost what it is. Yeah. Uh, but just the construction, like, yeah, think of a pita, but it's already filled. And then when you break it open, the filling is inside. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a pre-filled pita. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then while we were in line to get these shou baos, is that what they're called? Uh, sh- shang, uh, shao bong. Shao bing. Sorry. Sorry, shao bing. And, and we hope we're pronouncing that right as well. Oh, yeah. We Hopefully apologize for that. While we're in line, the, the tent kind of beside us had um some thai milk tea soft serve now this isn't the picture this is actually the same poster but a, a different picture and i just looked at that and thought wow i have got to have that mm-hmm. and they had a sign that says uh something like go to the uh, yeah go inside the mall to get it right and so we decided you know what we i want to try this yeah this is really really good we're actually we met up with our cousin adrian mm-hmm. And he said it's really good. Actually, he said it's killer. And he yes. says definitely get the sea salted honeycomb toffee. Oh. Toffee, which is a um, a dollar upgrade uh, topping. Yes. And it is the best dollar upgrade that you could ever <laughs> get. And so, as you can see the, from the menu here, you could either get it in a cup for $5, on a cone for $5.50, or you can get one of those egg waffles yes and for eight dollars and fifty cents and each of those have that option to upgrade with that honeycomb toffee and sea salt sea salt honeycomb sea toffee. salted honeycomb toffee super super deli- and honeycomb toffee it's kind of like what you'd find inside of maybe a crunchy bar yep um so something like that but then it's also salted it was actually oh. perfect as a matter of fact i would not recommend well i still re- it was good ice cream <laughs> But there's no reason why you should have it without that if it's offered. Yeah. Just pay that extra dollar. Totally, Just totally it. worth it. And I, this is, I'm giving this, before I've been asked, that's like a 9, 9.5 out of 10. Awesome. Really, really tasty. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Uh, so, yeah, we are actually at the dessert kitchen. Yeah. So that's what they're called. Yeah, the um, dessert kitchen yeah. inside of Woodside Square. Yeah. 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 And so I'm going to bring up their website here. Uh, here. Here's their, here's their website here. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting is we actually looked at this website looking for the uh, the Thai milk. Uh, milk tea soft serve, and it's nowhere on the menu. It's nowhere on here. So this is like yeah. kind of something that I don't know if it's – newish and they haven't put it on the menu yet but the menu is vast as you can see they offer things like soft serve ice cream they also offer bubble teas they offer all these different things egg waffles shaved ice thai style egg or sorry not thai style taiwan style uh, shaved ice all the different cakes i mean this this Mm. place is pretty cool it's called dessert kitchen and the website is dessertkitchen.ca Pretty pretty cool place because I'm probably going to go here another time. <laughs> That's right. Actually, I, I texted Dylan. He wants to go when, when you go there. Oh, yeah. um, Very good. Oh, you want um, the pictures? Yeah. yeah. Sure. So we have a picture here uh, of us with it. Uh, Hold on a second. There yeah. we go. There we go. 
Uh, and so that's the, the logo. So yeah, oh. that's ours. So I I opted for the dessert, the eggette or the egg waffle. Um, and one thing about these waffles, they're freshly made. So the, the aroma, you can, could you smell it outside when you're ready for it? I can smell it outside, but yeah. when you get inside, you smell it oh, even more. Yeah, so it almost forces you to, to get it, just because of that smell. And we're talking about there's a place called the Dragon Center in Scarborough as well. And they have one of these waffle places right by the front door. So you only have to smell it when you walk in. So, oh, what is that? And it lures you in to get it. I do want to mention something because if you look at that honeycomb topping, topping in this picture, mine it was the cup, Jeff was the cone. It, for whatever reason, his dollar got a lot more of those larger chunks. And so, I think because they forgot to add mine. I said, oh, ah, he saw it. Oh my goodness. And they went, ran back to the counter and they added more. Maybe they just added extra. Extra. Because they, some they of the bigger pieces. So, oh. so good. I mean, they could, they could just offer the toffee oh. on its own. Yeah, we should go in the kitchen. The toffee? Just the toffee. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The dessert kitchen. Got to try it. Woodside Square. And I love their, their motto. But first, dessert. Nice. You know, why not? Yeah. Um, so, you, you, what was your rating on this? I'm giving it a nine point five. Okay, I'm giving it an eight. Nice. I think the milk tea flavor could have been more. Wow. Yeah. I um. Yeah. For me, the flavor itself is just lacking. I, I think it needed more milk tea flavor. I really enjoyed that flavoring. Um. So yeah. Okay. You know, the difference of opinion there. Something mm -hmm. that I'm definitely gonna get again. I've been wanting to have. I love milk tea. Yeah. I love 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 milk tea. I've been wanting to have milk tea, uh, milk tea ice cream for quite a while. Actually, ever since last summer, I haven't been able to get it. Uh, or I guess I could have if I tried hard enough, but this was so uh, easy to get. So I went ahead and just went ahead, went ahead and just got it. And I'm so glad that I did. Nice. And so, you know what? This was my first taste of Asia Licious. According to Adrian, he said that this is like their third, fourth, or yeah. fifth year, and I just thought it was the first year because I had never, ever heard of it in Asia yeah. before. Uh, yeah, me too. So maybe, maybe or maybe it's a Woodside Square thing. Maybe. So that's what it is. Yeah, he lives near there. So Yeah, he yeah. would know. Um, so we, this podcast should be going out the week of the 13th. Uh, if not, Asia Licious goes on up until September 26th, 2021. So Asia Licious T.O., Support local restaurants, and they're everywhere in the GTA, downtown, Scarborough, Richmond Hill, Markham, even North York. Absolutely. And before I let Jeff sign us off, we're going to ask you to do something super easy, super simple. If you are getting value from this podcast, whether it's just great entertainment or if you love our food recommendations, then we invite you to either like, subscribe, share, comment, do whatever you got to do to do, place a review. We would love for you to do that. It helps us get the word out, and it's a super easy way and a simple way for you to support our podcast and to do so for free. That is right. And if you have any recommendations for us to try, please let us know as well. And then remember this quote from Julia Child, people who love to eat are always the best people. Yeah, and that, of course, includes my brother, Chef Jeff Santos, and I'm his brother, Kenny Santos, and you as well, if you love to eat, food worth mentioning. All right, thanks a lot, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning.